Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm Mark Ovenden, your host. Waiting to hear back from Curtis Riggs to be on the show here in the second half as we preview the Super Bowl coming up. Um, Alicia Reiner's the assistant. I called her the head coach. She's the assistant coach of the Harrisburg Gymnastics team. Uh, was our guest here in the first half. She was a gymnast herself, has a Wings Academy, and um, it's really fun to see the growth of the sport in this area. Congrats to Esteline Hendricks and Sherry Johnson, the head coach. They have won their second straight team title, and it sounds like from what Alicia said, there were a lot of folks there to enjoy uh, the day from Esteline and Hendricks. Oddly enough, Esteline's in South Dakota. Hendricks is in Minnesota. Uh, we'll have a story coming up soon on Dakota News Now. I've been wanting to do this story for a while, and we absolutely will get it done here because uh, Sadie Johnson, Sherry's daughter, who was all around champion last year and will defend her all-around title again tomorrow, is a senior. And uh, they've got... The coolest facility. Imagine, if you will, that you live out on the, in the country and you got a barn. And if you're like I was when I was a kid, there was a barn across the street. I had several different friends that had barns. I, I didn't live in the city of Boston. I lived out in the suburbs. So I grew up on five acres. And it was pretty common to put a basketball hoop up inside the barn. I think anybody that's got a barn has a basketball hoop up inside so you can play during the winter, um, even though it's hard to dribble because the boards aren't flat. <laughs> you know, they're 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 just not. They got the knots in them and all that kind of stuff, and the ball goes sideways sometimes when you bounce. But it's still better than not being able to play. And in the wintertime, I can remember being outside shooting hoops with mittens and, and you know, a heavy coat and a... a uh, a winter hat, and like literally mittens, not even gloves, but mittens. And, you know, there's snow in the driveway, and you're bouncing the ball, and it would go sideways too. Plus, the ball was super cold because it was cold outside, would barely bounce, and I'd still be out shooting hoops. So I'm getting to my point here. Imagine that you've got a barn on your property, which the Johnsons do. That's Sherry Johnson, the head coach. She and her husband decided to take the barn and, and build <sighs> Not sure it's quite a barn, but it's, it's a, it's a building on their property that they built into a gymnastics facility. And we'll have a story on that coming up. I just think it's great because look where these girls are. They've won two straight state titles now in state A and Madison and Duell had won the last 28 in a row. I think my math is right on that. 2004, I think was, or 1994 was the last time Madison or Duel did not win the state A gymnastics title. I'm guessing Vermillion might have won it, but I haven't looked. I don't know. That's just a guess. And, uh, and so they, they built this facility right there on their property and they have all their home meets there. They practice there and now they're state champions back to back years. I just think that's such a great story and just adds to the fun of it. And it sounds like from what Alicia Reiners was telling us, um, there were a ton of people from Esteline and Hendricks. Like I was saying, Hendricks is in Minnesota, Esteline's in South Dakota. They're a co-op, and they're they're a co-op in pretty much all the sports now. I think all the sports they're a co-op. 
And it makes it even cooler that their gym is over in Minnesota, and they win the South Dakota State A title. Great story, and uh, Cooper Seamer will have something on that here in the next couple of weeks on Dakota News Now. We'll also have an Athlete of the Week on Sadie, uh, who is defending champion all around as well. Now, the double A's start this afternoon at 3.30, shortly after our show is over. Uh, the Mitchell Colonels are defending champion there. What a tremendous dynasty. Uh, that, I don't know, I don't know if I should say dynasty because Watertown's had phenomenal success. So Gorman has, so has Mitchell. Those three, if you look back over the last 20 years, that 30 years, whatever, during that time that Duell and Madison, primarily Madison, because they won 18 straight titles, but it, it, if you look back at, at the success of those three schools in double A during that time, they dominate as well. So, um, Harrisburg is a team to certainly watch out for today in the team title led by Caitlin Mation. But, uh, Mitchell is your defending champion and they've got a lot of history on their side and a lot of tradition and pride on their side as well. So we'll, uh, we'll have highlights of that for you tonight on Dakota News Now as we We'll recap the day. Again, Esteline Hendricks wins their second straight in Class A. And the double A's this afternoon runs into early evening. And we'll have some highlights for you because our own Sam Tastad, who put a terrific story together that I ran on Tuesday night that where we heard from all the, the young Sioux Falls gymnasts, I think it was all pretty much all Lincoln gymnasts, uh, who are competing today and through budget cuts, it looks, it looked like they wouldn't have a team and found out right before the season started that they indeed could have a team. And so they do and they are in peer competing. Congrats to them. All right. I'm going to take a break and see if I can get a hold of Curtis. If not, I'll just yak for a while. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Just walking into Vance Thompson Vision, I, I was amazed at the spaciousness, the greetings I got at the front desk. Nine years ago, my daughter had LASIK surgery. She said, Dad, when you're going to have your cataracts fixed, you should check with Vance Thompson Vision first. Well, my wife looks so good now with these new eyes, I think we're going to take a second honeymoon. <laughs> Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com. 
Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. The President's Day sale has arrived at Ashley. It's your chance to take home hot buys starting at just $2.99 or take home designer looks for as low as $5 a month with long-term financing. Plus, enjoy free no-hassle delivery to make your home shopping even easier. Save up to $700 on name brand sleep like Purple Mattress, Tempur-Pedic, and more. All these and more are waiting for you this President's Day only at Ashley. Financing is available with approved credit on qualifying purchases. Ask store for details. What part of your home likely gets used at least four times a day? What do people see first when they arrive at your home? In both cases, it's probably your garage door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls offers durable, dependable, stylish doors and will match any competitor's price on a comparable door. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, and Comfort King. And welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden, hoping that Curtis will give us a jingle and we can get his thoughts on the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. The uh, I, I don't pay any attention to this, but I found out yesterday at our premier party that the betting line has gone all the way down to one and a half for San Francisco. Uh, I don't know what you think about it. I, I, based on, on, on the fact that the Packers almost beat San Francisco in the, uh, in two rounds back in the playoffs, I think the Chiefs should be favored to win this game. And the reason I say that is because they've got Patrick Mahomes. Period. It's that simple. They should be favored because they have him on their team. And, San Francisco has a better team by, I don't want to say by far, but they've probably got the best team in the NFL. I don't want to say minus the quarterback because Brock Purdy is fine. Uh, but if you plugged in a Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson or even somebody, you know, Kirk Cousins, somebody like that, you plug them into that lineup and They'd be heavy, they'd be heavy favorites to win the game on Sunday. But that's not who their quarterback is. And again, they were fortunate to win that game against the Green Bay Packers. I thought Green Bay was the better team. I thought they deserved to win. San Francisco scored right at the, with about two minutes to go, McCaffrey, who I thought should have been MVP. I, you look at Lamar Jackson's stats, and I, I don't think MVP should always be all about stats. But MVP is most valuable player. What player to his team made the biggest difference whose team had a great year? Because you have to be on a great team to win the MVP. You have to be. That's a prerequisite. Uh, MVP is most valuable. And, yes, Baltimore would never have been where they were without Lamar Jackson. But I can guarantee you San Francisco wouldn't have been where they were without Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he was voted the offensive player of the year. 
And then Lamar Jackson was voted MVP last night. That seems odd to me. If you're the best offensive player and the MVP is an offensive player, why weren't you the MVP? See what I'm saying? So anyway, I, I really like the fact that, that, uh, that I'm glad McCaffrey got honored the way he did. But, um, to me, the fact that he runs for all those yards, he catches a bazillion passes out of the backfield. What was it? 17 straight games. He scored a touchdown, something like that. He's the one that scored a touchdown at the end to beat Green Bay. Um, yeah, touchdowns can be a very deceptive number. Jalen Hurts a couple of years ago, when he scored all those rushing touchdowns, they were tush pushes, a lot of them. They were one yard out with somebody pushing you into the end zone. I hate that. I really hope that rule goes away, or I hope they create a rule that says you cannot do that play. Uh, that's not a football play. That is not, there's no athleticism, there's no strategy, there's no nothing in that play. Now, Tom Brady, when he was with the Patriots, I think he's probably the most successful quarterback sneak guy in the history of the league. Does that make him a great running quarterback? Of course not. He was a hideous running quarterback. Tom Brady is not the best athlete ever to play quarterback in the NFL. Not even close. Not even close. Was he a winner? More than anybody that ever played the position, for sure. But he would do the little things to help his team win, one of which was on fourth and a foot, you knew he was going to somehow find that little crack of space and dive through there and get the first down. I think it was something like 98% of the time they tried a quarterback sneak, they were successful. And the tush-push... I mean, that's, that's just not a play. That's There's no athletic ability involved at all. So I get back around to Patrick Mahomes. He can create, I, I, if he's the same way as Brady was at the end of the game, if you give him a minute with no timeouts and your team is down by four points, he's probably going to win the game. And I know that everybody felt the same way about Brady when he was playing. It was like, uh-oh, you gave him too much time. Well, Mahomes has, proved, Mahomes has proven that over and over and over again over the years that he can do the same thing. And uh, that that game a couple of years ago with Buffalo was the best example. That was crazy. That was absolute. That was the wildest final couple of minutes. I don't remember how many touchdowns there were. What four in the last three minutes? Something like that. Uh, it was impressive on both sides, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. But Mahomes has done a wonderful job this year. He's reminded me more of Brady this year in that he's done it with a bunch of guys, plus Travis Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey and Gronk are, there's no doubt, those are the two best tight ends ever to play the game, at least from an offensive perspective. I mean, we don't care about blocking tight ends when it comes to watching football games. We want to see the guys make catches downfield and bowl people over. And that's what both of those guys have done throughout their careers. I, I heard last night, you know, that, yeah, I think Kelsey now holds the record for most passes caught in the postseason, something like that. Um, he's Mr. Reliable. He, he is the guy that Mahomes knows he can go to if there's a problem and he will make something happen. He can catch a five yard pass and turn it into a 35-yard game. And Gronk did the same thing. So those the parallel of Brady and Gronkowski to Mahomes and Kelsey, uh, it's 
It's apples to apples. You're comparing two great combinations. And that's why I would have to say the Chiefs should be favored because of that combination. Uh, he has taken a receiving core, much like Brady did over the years. There were a lot of years that Brady had a bunch of no-name guys at wide receiver. I'm a Patriots fan, and there were a couple of years, if you ask me, who were the receivers in 2003? I'd have to think long and hard about that before I could come up with an answer. Now, Randy Moss in 2007, of course. Uh, Edelman, Julian Edelman was, was phenomenal. But remember, he was a seventh-round draft pick as a quarterback out of Kent State. They made him into a wide receiver, and he didn't even get to play for a few years before he finally got a chance and proved himself as one of the best slot receivers in the history of the game because Wes Walker was ahead of him. Um, so I'm, I'm not calling Julian Edelman a no-name, but he was a no-name when he was drafted, and he wasn't drafted with where they thought he would be this phenomenal wide receiver. The catch he made in that Atlanta game uh, where where the ball was going to the ground and he grabbed it right before it hit on the key drive of the game, that was what he did for you. He won games, just like Gronkowski, just like Brady, just like Kelsey, just like Mahomes. There isn't that guy, aside from McCaffrey, there isn't that guy on San Francisco. Now, they've got more, they've got greatness in their wide receive core, and, and George Kittle's a tremendous tight end, but he's not in the same class with Travis Kelsey. Kelsey does it every single game. I had both those guys on my fantasy team this year. So I know what I'm talking about. Kittle had a couple of huge games, and he was non-existent a lot, which surprised me because he's not been that in the past. Kelsey, even though he had a down year during the regular season, still led all the tight ends and receiving yards. And now that it matters the most, you know, that's when you can count on him. It's like, don't throw the ball to all those other wide receivers who keep dropping the ball, throw it to me. I think the Chiefs led the NFL in drops, or at least they were second or something like that. I mean, they dropped the ball a lot this year. And Mahomes still has them in the Super Bowl. I never in my wildest dreams thought they would be here. They were 11-6. and They were pretty ho-hum during the regular season. They lost to some teams they hadn't lost to in a long, long, long time. And yet, here they are. And Mahomes is the reason. So that's why, going back to the point spread for this game, I would have to say that the Chiefs should be favored because of Patrick Mahomes. I hope Brock Purdy has a great game on Sunday. I want San Francisco to win. I'm pulling for him. They've got cooler uniforms. And there's other reasons, too. But I'm I'm pulling for the 49ers. Um, we've got guys from here involved on both teams. Uh, Spencer Wagey will be on the show next week. We tried to get him on this week, but he, you know, he's kind of busy down there in Vegas at, he's, uh, and he'll be, you know, he's a 49er. Jack Cochran's a, a chief. I'm going to try to get Jack on next week too, which would be terrific. So we've got guys on both sides, which quite often is the deciding factor for me when my team is not playing in the Super Bowl, which it may never again, <laughs> but I'm not complaining. They had a 20-year run unlike anybody's ever had in in professional football. Uh, And it may never, ever, ever happen again. But it happened during my lifetime. It happened during my kid's lifetime. So we could share and enjoy that together. It was pretty cool. Um, Anyway, I I 
San Francisco's got some talented guys. They really do. That's why I said earlier, if you stuck, <clears throat> not Mahomes, because that would be unfair. You put him on that team, they would win every game by 30 points. But if you had a quarterback that you could, just felt like you could rely on a little bit more, uh, they would be the heavy favorite on Sunday. But they've got a guy from Iowa State who was the last guy taken in the draft. Now, keep in mind, Brady was taken in the sixth round. The fact that he's Mr. Irrelevant, he's not Mr. Irrelevant anymore. And you love the guy. I mean, what a quality person. He is grounded. He is, if you listen to him talk and you, you hear what he has to say about life in general and the importance of the game and all that kind of stuff, how can you not root for Brock Purdy? Plus the fact he went to Iowa State, so he's he's local in my eyes. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I hope it's a great game. It could be, certainly could be. I hope it's not a 10 to 3 game like the, the, the one the Patriots won over the Rams. That was awful. It was great for me because my team won, but for everybody else, it was a terrible game. So let's hope this has the kind of fireworks that it potentially could have with all the guys that they have on both teams, especially the 49ers. I mean, they've got the type of team for sure that could light up the scoreboard more so than Kansas City. So let's just hope it's a good game. How about those coyotes last night in basketball? Uh, Grace Larkin scored 17 points, and uh, they looked really good at Denver last night. Uh, Kendall Holmes had 13. They had a couple of players, uh, Kiefer and Duffney, each had 12. This is all off the top of my head. As they won 78-48 to 48 at Denver, they're now 17-8. and eight. We had uh, Kayla Karius on the show earlier in the week, and uh, I had somebody here, I don't know, in the last week say, you're a, you're a jackrabbit fan. That's so great. No, 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 no. I'm a fan of everybody. I, I can't be a fan of a particular team. Even when my boys were playing college football at Augustana, I still cheer for everybody to do well. And so it's fun to see the USD program get turned around so quickly here. Um, when Kayla took over last year, it's fair to say the cupboard was somewhat bare and she's done a nice job with the, with the players she had coming back. When you can build your team around Grace Larkins, that's a tremendous building block. Um, but she's added, added to the mix. She's added some good players. Kendall was a transfer from DePaul. She's added a couple of those. I like the way they're playing. Uh, can they beat South Dakota State? Well, they didn't last Saturday, and they didn't the previous game when they played. But you know the tournament's coming up. You you never know. Pretty hard to pretty hard to go against uh, Aaron Johnston's team. We had AJ on yesterday. I don't think there's any question. This is the best coaching job he's ever done. When you consider all the injuries they've had and uh, the fact that they're down so many players, and yet they're still very 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 good. Uh, they've got the Myers sisters. They're not sisters, but they got the Myers, Paige in Brooklyn, and uh, talk about a building block. Those two are phenomenal to build your team around as well. So it's pretty interesting. And then the guys, the USD men last night, um, they had lost that game out in Denver about, what, 10 days ago, something like that, 111 to 110. They had the ball. Uh, with just a second or two left in the game, up 110 to 108. Threw an inbounds pass that was intercepted, and Denver hit a three at the buzzer to win the game in double overtime. That would be tough to, that would be tough to put behind you. Last night, 
almost the same thing happened. It went to overtime again, this time in Vermillion, and they had lost their, their star player, uh, Caleb Stewart, who had 27 points in Sunday's huge game up in Brookings at Frost Arena, where they almost won. It was 70 to 67. Uh, Caleb got hurt early in the game, and he's their best player. Uh, so it's like, uh oh. Well, the rest of the team certainly, certainly picked up the slack. It was, um, Boston Holt, who spells it B-O-S-T-Y-N, Boston Holt, led the way with 27 points. Paul Bruns of Dakota Valley had been in a shooting slump. He had 19 points, and they win it in overtime, 92-86. to And uh, just heard from Eric Peterson a couple of days ago on, on the sportscast on TV where he was talking about the balance in the league and the fact that anybody can beat anybody on a given day. I think these two tournaments coming up, the men's and women's Summit League tournaments, I think it's March 7th that they start, are going to be more intriguing this year than they've been maybe ever, just because there are so many more teams that have a chance to do it. I'd say SDSU is the favorite for sure on the women's side, but with all those injuries, one more injury, and they're in big trouble. Uh, and on the men's side, anybody could win. So there you go. We uh, we just talked for 20 minutes, and uh, I hope you enjoy the Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh, go and get yourself a, a a Wagyu burger from Arby's or or one of the things, actually, the, the, the two-for-six meal with fish and roast beef. There you go. Get that for your pregame meal. Enjoy the game. Enjoy your weekend. We're back Monday. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies.